The universe is loud in a very quiet way. Are you listening? Welcome to the Cosmic Whispers podcast, where we delve into the realms of spirituality, personal growth, and the cosmic dance between the third and fifth dimensions. In a world filled with noise and distractions, we invite you to tune in to your own cosmic whispers, where we can awaken our inner wisdom and embark on unveiling the authentic self and cosmic connection. Hello, Hudemidach. I'm here in Amsterdam for the holiday, and it's been really, really amazing. I wanted to delve into a topic that's been on my mind a lot lately, which is spiritual bypassing and toxic positivity. And it's something many of us might not even realize we're doing. So let's unpack it together. And before I start, I'm going to pull a card. Trust all will be well. The cards are always on point. First off, let's talk about spiritual bypassing. It's the tendency to use spiritual beliefs or practices to sidestep dealing with real raw emotions or challenging situations. Picture it as a glossy veneer over deeper issues we'd rather not face. Examples of spiritual bypassing are the belief that positive thinking alone can solve all problems, which in the end really just denies your personal pain in the name of spiritual growth. Spiritual bypassing occurs when people avoid facing their difficult emotions by believing they shouldn't be feeling a certain way. You know, emotions like anger, jealousy, sadness, anxiety, or disgust arise, and instead of addressing them, sometimes use spiritual beliefs to avoid the discomfort. And this really just suppresses your own emotions and hinders genuine emotional growth and understanding. It's essentially pain avoidance. And the more you suppress, the worse it gets. And this pain will just exponentially grow over time. Another aspect of spiritual bypassing is believing your own spiritual superiority as a way to hide your own insecurities. And I've seen this a lot in the spiritual community and not just the spiritual community and, you know, everyday life because we're conditioned to not be quote unquote Debbie Downers and talk about difficult things. And the stigma around that just needs to be removed. And believing that spiritual practices such as meditation or prayer are always positive is not true. Meditation is a really powerful tool. However, that can dig up a lot of positive and negative emotions. Another aspect of spiritual bypassing is dismissing other people's emotions. You know, if someone comes to you and expresses that they're having a difficult time and then you tell them to stop being so negative... That's first of all, shaming someone when they're already feeling down and again, encouraging them to just ignore or suppress whatever they're feeling. It's very invalidating to have your, your pain or your suffering dismissed by someone else. As much as I am for love and light, using the love and light approach doesn't really work for everything. And relying solely on spiritual practices or seeking constant external validation through, for instance, Gurus, spiritual leaders, or self-help books without addressing personal issues can be a form of bypassing internal work. Engagement in spiritual communities or groups where individuals use spirituality to justify judgment or blame towards others, rather than promoting understanding compassion, can be a form of bypassing general spiritual growth. So recognizing these behaviors is important in fostering a balanced and healthy approach to spiritual growth, ensuring that one doesn't use spiritual practices as a means to escape from rather than confront personal issues or emotional challenges. So some things to note on your spiritual path is avoid labeling emotions as good or bad. While some emotions may be negative or unpleasant, they serve a purpose. 
And emotional experiences are not wrong or taboo. And feeling these emotions do not make you a bad person. So try viewing your emotions with acceptance and remember that all emotional states are only temporary. The goal of life is not to avoid having such thoughts. It is to use these thoughts to propel positive actions. And this is where shadow work comes in, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But simply putting on rose-colored sunglasses and ignoring a problem does not solve it. And remember that uncomfortable feelings are often a sign that there's something wrong and something needs to change. When you are spiritual bypassing these challenging emotions for so long, it just creates this resistance of healing. Then you end up perpetually being in your wounding. I think this touches on the fine line between using spiritual beliefs as a crutch to avoid addressing personal issues and the genuine use of spirituality to aid healing and personal development. Now on to toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is the overemphasis on positive vibes only. Being overly insistent on looking on the bright side, even when life hits you really hard, is a form of toxic positivity. And I think it's also societal conditioning that we just always have to wear a smile on our face, even when it feels like everything's falling apart. So recognizing toxic positivity is, again, related to, oh, love and light, uh, look on the bright side, just be positive. And this can really invalidate your own feelings or someone else's pain by overlooking these genuine difficult emotions for the sake of maintaining a positive facade. And again, suppressing genuine emotions can take a toll on mental health. And I think it's really important to allow yourself to experience and process the full range of emotions. And this leads to cultivating emotional authenticity. It's important to acknowledge and process and even make friends with both the positive and negative emotions in a healthy manner. And I look back in, in my own spiritual journey and I I feel like in the beginning of my journey, I was first really excited to discover meditation and these spiritual concepts and how to find solutions and do the inner work. But I do recognize that I was also in a state of toxic positivity for a while and spiritual bypassing. And I think this most recent dark night of the soul was all about shadow work because I had suppressed so many of these dark aspects of myself, it came out all at once. And I had nowhere to go except for to face them head on. And I caught myself even looking for solutions all the time. Like, okay, which spiritual modality can I do to fix this anxiety? And at the end of the day, sometimes you just have to sit through the emotion and just let it sit. And that really is being fully present and letting things pass through you. When I was always searching for a solution, that was a way for me to try to control my feelings and to control the experience instead of let go and just be. It's important to recognize how this shows up in your life. You know, pay attention to those moments when you're using spirituality to avoid confronting real emotions or challenges. Like, are you constantly telling yourself just stay positive without addressing the underlying issue? And ignoring these genuine emotions can take a toll on our mental health. It's like putting a band-aid on a wound that needs stitches. It might look okay on the surface, but it's far from healed underneath. Breaking free from these patterns involves a healthy dose of self-awareness. It's about acknowledging when he's using spirituality to dodge uncomfortable truths and allowing one to feel, like really feel whatever emotions come up. Letting go of the need to be relentlessly positive and instead of creating space for a genuine honest conversations, both with yourself and with others, and to know that it's okay to not be okay. So let's talk about shadow work. It's the process of exploring and integrating the darker, less known aspects of ourselves. It's crucial because spiritual bypassing often involves sweeping our shadows under the rug. And by embracing our shadows, we bring light to the parts of ourselves we'd rather ignore. 
And shadow work involves delving into the often overlooked or repressed aspects of our personalities. And it's essential that we understand our shadows, embrace the complexity, recognize the shadow elements, whether they're fears, desires, insecurities, and traits that might be socially unacceptable or aspects we've rejected in ourselves. Having these shadow aspects unaddressed impacts relationships with yourself, your life choices, and relationship with others. And when you're able to understand and integrate these aspects, you can lead a more authentic and fulfilling life. And there's many ways to engage in shadow work, such as journaling, all sorts of therapy, mindfulness, of course, and creative expression. And these tools can facilitate the process of exploring and integrating the shadow. And shadow work is not easy. It can be emotionally challenging, of course, be extremely uncomfortable. However, facing these challenges leads to profound personal growth and a more fulfilling life. When I was introduced to shadow work, some tips I received were self-reflection, reflecting on what challenging emotions that were coming up, where they were coming from, how I react and what triggers them and identify the patterns or behaviors that cause discomfort or something that seems out of my own character. Journaling helped a lot with this. I was able to kind of map out, okay, I feel angry when this happens. How can I channel this shadow of myself into something else in my life? For example, I could channel my anger into motivation for one of my business projects. Embracing acceptance and practicing self-compassion does wonders in this journey. Creative expression is a big one, I think. I've been lucky to attract a lot of shadow workers in the past few years, and I've been able to see what kind of art they've been able to brilliantly create through accessing their shadow self. And that's kind of a form of transmutation as well. So remember to integrate and accept your shadow self. Embrace them as parts of a whole, allowing them to inform and enrich your understanding of yourself. Shadow work is a deeply personal journey that requires patience, self-compassion, and courage. And it's about ingrating these aspects, not eradicating them. As you engage in this process, be gentle with yourself and allow for gradual growth and self-discovery. A thought that just popped up is during your spiritual awakenings, it's actually quite normal when people start to fall out of your life. And I realized that when I was going through my dark night of the soul, I didn't have a huge support system that really understood, I think, what I was going through. And part of the process was for me to do it alone with no help of, you know, psychedelics or anything like that. I really had to just face my shadows by myself in my conscious state. And around year two or three is when I started to track people that first introduced me to shadow work and had been doing their own shadow work for quite some time. And I keep attracting more and more of these people into my life, which is really cool because then I have this support where I can talk about the challenges that I'm working through without any judgment and without any shame around it. And so I'm able to have that safe space. So remember to surround yourself with people that make you feel safe about expressing your challenges in life. There's no shame and no blame in having difficult feelings and difficult emotions. And there's this quote that I saw that said, you can't be a light worker without being a shadow worker. And that's completely true because that is completely fully embracing every part of you. So wrapping this up, navigating spiritual bypassing and toxic positivity is an ongoing journey. It's about finding a balance between spiritual growth and facing the messy, real aspects of life. So let's strive for authenticity and create a space where it's okay to be human. 
Thank you for joining me on this introspective ride. Until next time, take care, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and remember your shadows are an essential part of your journey. Feine Dach! Happy holidays! Thank you for being a part of our community. Be sure to connect with me by hitting subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. I greatly appreciate your support and would be thrilled if you could leave a review. Your reviews help this podcast reach a wider audience and foster stronger collective connection. You can also connect with me on Instagram and YouTube at the Cosmic Whispers Podcast. Thanks for listening.